0: Ladies and gentlemen, mediocrity. And we're back.
1: Don't you love it?
0: <laughs> I. That's probably the best way to describe the ruins. Really, it's just they're oh, they are a wild card team who needs to be carried by two players, essentially. And uh, without those two players, I mean, I guess maybe that doesn't hold up because they still took Tampa into overtime, but just uh, just mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. I... <laughs> what, what an optimistic start.
1: <laughs> uh, no. Well, it... I mean, if they're going to get Curtis Lazar scoring now, oh, watch out.
0: I mean... I can't, I can't complain about that. And it was a nice shot.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no one's complaining.
0: Backhand shelf on Vasilevsky. And then, you know, in overtime, Stamkos just walks in. <laughs> Which Poor like
1: Wayman. Yeah. That must have been scary.
0: Yeah. I didn't think Taylor Radish coming on the breakaway was too scary, but apparently with yeah, I don't know what was he... going on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know
1: where he was going, but he wasn't going towards uh, the puck carrier.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that one was rough, but um, but we're back. Uh, It's been Big you know, time. three games since we last recorded. Played the Red Wings, Predators, and Lightning. Uh, I remember saying at the end of that that, you know, the Bru- Bruins better win at least against the Red Wings. Uh-huh. You know, not having Marshawn. Like, they better win that game. And then, I mean, <laughs> they lost to Detroit despite being by far the better team. And then... They shut out Nashville in Nashville. And then, despite being the better team today, they lost in overtime to the Lightning. So overall, like, three out of six points for this stretch without Marshawn against two good, like, well, an elite team, a good team, and the Red Wings. I can't complain. They're the best in the world. Uh, um, But but still still not everything you want. But really, at this point, I don't think everything that I want out of this team is is achievable.
1: No. Unless they get a certain centerman back from his homeland.
0: Or a certain goaltender back from... Well, I guess just surgery at this point. but Back from the operating table? Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh... Speaking of Marshawn, though, because th- this is where I kind of want to start to start this. Um, yeah. P.K. Subam.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The man who he, does no wrong.
0: Yeah. P.K. Slubin, of course. Um, he did another slew foot uh, last night. <gasps> really? Shocker. Er, he did? Sorry. It was another dangerous trip, and he tripped, I believe it was Ehlers. Literally, leg under Ehlers looks exactly like what Marshawn did. No supplemental discipline whatsoever for a guy who has done this four times in the past five weeks.
1: Yeah, sounds... What, what, were you expecting something?
0: (laughs) Well, no. But my point of NHL player safety being an oxymoron is just...
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bridge into the choir.
0: uh, It's... I just... I'll I'll never understand... Yeah, and I think I said that last time. But come on.
1: Well, it's you know when there's a reason to say it every time. How can you blame us?
0: <laughs> yeah. Just oh, so. Oh, speaking of
1: dangerous trips in that Red Wings game, there the. Uh, oh my Rasmussen. Yeah. Taking out Mike Riley uh, before what that was the game-winning goal, right? Yeah. That was Mark the Stahl, goal. noted sniper. Yeah, that was nothing, but. I mean, again, we could talk about this all night,
0: and we probably would and
1: I don't know if you just saw um, Marcus <laughs> Foligno just went straight into Jack Campbell. No one touched him. No one did anything to like guide him into Campbell, and there's no penalty.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Straight
1: up took him out. But yeah, it's it's, uh, it's yeah
0: just just lovely. It's so much fun when the some of the biggest stories out of the uh NHL is just about officiating and everything. And yeah, sure, that's like
1: the game new TV leagues. deal, man.
0: Like, you know, the NFL has it bad to I mean, MLB with umpires, same idea, but you would think that they'd be able to figure it out. But they just don't care. <laughs> no. They don't care about their player safety, whether it's Subban footing everyone, Felino running into Jack Campbell. Like, they don't care. And God there's no. clearly a disconnect between what the refs think and then what player safety thinks half the time. Whatever it is that player safety decides to think when they wake up that morning.
1: Or even between, like, a, like refs game to game. You yeah. See. And and I understand that some of it is, you know, they are humans; they don't see everything. Which, like, yeah, I I understand. that. is understandable, but some of these things are incredibly, like, impossible to miss.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's not, it's not the hockey example, but uh, in the Packers, uh, Rams. Uh Oh, here we go.
1: Make your excuses.
0: No, no, it's not even an excuse. The Packers won. I'm, so. just kidding, I'm just,
1: Oh, they did? Oh. When
0: uh, Aaron Donald was literally choking uh, the Packers uh, guard Lucas Patrick, and the ref was oh, looking right that. at it, and the ref didn't call anything. Like, literally hands like on Patrick's throat, and there was nothing. Just like, just be consistent. Like, call the obvious things, and then if something's borderline, you know what? Let it go right? Like, if it's a hook, then let it go, and then don't call something that looks like that. That is also referencing tonight's game, but we can get to that maybe a little later, because we probably should go into the Red Wings game with uh, with everything that went into that, because the 24-hour news cycle after that, because we, we recorded the night that DeBrusque Asked for a trade and marshawn got suspended and then we woke up in the morning and cassidy had covid and the providence bruins had a covid outbreak like yeah.
1: it's been a week
0: yeah and i don't i don't even know i guess we can save the breast for later because we can actually talk about his play but just cassidy going into protocol providence going into protocol and then sweeney having his press conference like jesus christ it's, ne- it's never a good thing when don sweeney has like a mid-season press conference especially this early like i feel like that's just never any about any good things
1: <laughs> nope
0: i feel like trade deadline there's one you know maybe if there's some sort of special event like a- an outdoor game or something that happens but like other than that <laughs> but no um I don't know. Well, it was it was good to see. um, (laughs) Well, it it was funny to see Sweeney's comments on uh, Marshall suspension because he said my private thoughts versus my public comments will be far different, which translates to the suspension was complete BS.
1: A man of of culture, a man of taste.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um. Also, with COVID and everything, um, before we mm-hmm. get into all the games, the NH is the NHL gonna go to the Olympics? Cause I can't see it at this point.
1: I would very much doubt it, which sucks.
0: Yeah, cause like, I've but... been putting out a lot more. Uh, restrictions and everything. All these teams are getting COVID. bunch of players going to protocol. Just not. (laughs) Like I feel like more people are getting COVID this year, like this season, than they did last season. Obviously, I have no way to prove that or anything. Like it's just like pull up the statistics. (laughs) What I think I've seen, but it's just been really rapid. But I just, yeah, I I wish they would go to the Olympics, but I can't. I just can't see it happening at this point. Um, Also with that, I mean, obviously, you know, the teams get tested every day and whatnot, but the Bruins still playing the Red Wings that night, despite their coach going into COVID protocol. You know, just just interesting, because, you know, we saw what happened with the Sens and the Islanders of the breakouts, especially with Providence, and now they called up a Sean and Steen, like... You know, safety-wise, don't know about that one.
1: And then after that game, uh, Tyler Bertuzzi entering protocol. Oh my god! <laughs> Everyone gets a COVID protocol. Apparently, jeez.
0: Yeah, it's just goddamn. Um, if we want to start with uh, with the Red Wings game. Uh, I guess seeing as I saw the Preds game, do you want to, do you want to sort of start with just general thoughts on that game? Cause obviously we don't need like,
1: yeah, so I don't have too game. many thoughts on it. I uh, let me, I thought I had it up. The, uh, <laughs> the score, the box score from that game. Cause oh, you yeah. know, I love looking at that game. It was such a, such a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's, uh. What the world? what in the world? Um, that's from like two years ago. Thanks, Google, for pulling that one up first. I, I can just, uh, I can send it to you. I I got. It. I should have had it too. I don't know. I accidentally closed it out. Yes, I'm sure. I want to open this link unless you're the one sending me downloadable content. Um. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm mad. I I yeah. looked at this for two seconds. Yeah, 41 saves for <sighs> Nadel Yeah. Yep. Um, pasta scored. That's always a positive. I, re- I remember tweeting, oh, hey, a tie against the Red Wings. Yay. Yep. And what we already discussed, you know, the whole uh, dangerous trip in the corner that Mark Stahl scores right after Jack Edwards is ripping him. Um mm-hmm. so yeah i poetic I, justice timing. for jack edwards plus jack edwards tonight was talking about oh patrice bergeron 15 for 15 on face-offs right before bergeron was taking a face-off and bergeron lost it so
0: uh actually i think they had him credited because i think in overtime he was 24 for 24 i thought i remember him saying that
1: he was 20 for 24 he said oh yeah point
0: so then he fell off
1: yeah, it's all Jack Edwards' fault. Yeah, it always really
0: is. always blame Jack Edwards. He obviously yep. he affects everyone on the ice. Yeah, that, that game was just... The Bruins should have won it. They win that... Well, I was going to say they win that 99 times out of 100, but they always have games like... They have like eight games like this every season, and they're always so frustrating. So, really, it's... It's it's just annoying. And it at at this point, whatever. Like looking at this overall stretch of the last three games, I expected like one, maybe two wins, like without Marshaw. And especially tonight not even having McAvoy. Three out of six points, like I can't I can't complain, but I but I'm not happy, you know? Like it's it's just a whole meh, which is kinda how I would describe this team
1: yeah i had them losing obviously to tampa tonight in regulation Mm -hmm. um i didn't think they had a damn shot in hell which we'll get to all that stuff after i had them beating the red wings and then losing like an overtime that's how i thought it would go to the predators which we'll get to but yeah, it just seemed to be, you know, fun. I love losing to the Detroit Red Wings. Although they're not a bad team this year. They're not terrible, but they're
0: not awful, but it's a When team you dominate that the a game, you gotta to win. Be. Yeah. When you're playing as well in that game as they did, it has to be a win. You can't you can't let the other team steal that.
1: Yeah, well when you got three forwards playing under ten minutes, you know.
0: Oh god. Who played
1: Lazar Frederick, Frederick Coleman Lazar.
0: Yep. Debrask played ten in that game. Woohoo. Yeah. that's a way to get his trade value up. Jeez. Yeah. That's... But yeah,
1: I don't I don't have much to say on that game. I'm trying to think of interesting things to say, but
0: I am going to close that box score. And we can move Thank on God. to the Preds game. Uh oh, you take this
1: one. I'll cry.
0: <laughs> you know, it was a classic like, solid road game for the Bruins. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't insane. Like, it's not like they were dominating the whole time or being this amazing player, or this amazing team, but they did well. Obviously, you know, it's good to shut out the opponent in their home. Uh, Bruins would never know about that. And, you know, debrus got a goal, which was a nice shot. Carlo got a goal, and then they basically just coasted off of that. You know, the Bad, like the worst thing from that game was Zaboral getting hurt. But all the, but oh, it doesn't yeah. seem to be too bad of an injury. Like it definitely does not look uh like it doesn't seem to be as bad as it looked on the ice in that moment. Um I think four posts for the Bruins in that game. I know Holla hit two. Uh
1: Red's legend.
0: Overall, I mean good game by Swayman. Definitely his best this season. Don't think that's uh up for debate first goalie in Bruins history to post a shutout against the Preds, which was... kind of
1: found that, uh... Odd. Surprising. Yeah I,
0: mean, yeah, I was surprised Tuca never did that, or... But I guess well, Tuca Well, some would say, trinity. of
1: course, Tuca sucks.
0: Yeah, they would. And I would just cry. Um... <laughs> but no, I, just an overall really solid game. Like there was really nothing to complain about other than sporol getting hurt but that's you know it's not like that's his fault since you did mention like time on ice played uh for the red wings game frederick played 7 minutes in that game Coleman played 9 minutes and 58 seconds DeBrusque at 10 48 oh, cool. lazard 11 20 so you know interesting uh interesting deployment um magavoy played 28 minutes because of course and, uh, Mark Borowiecki had four penalty minutes. <laughs> uh, impact, he sucks. Player. Yeah. Anyways, that's actually really all I have on that. Um, so if we want to get to the lightning game and then after that, I guess we can do, uh, sort of everything with DeBrusque and the update on that. Because I know you posted an Elliot Friedman clip, but I never actually listened to it. So we can get to that after. Uh, uh of
1: course you didn't fake.
0: Yep. So today, Bruins played the Lightning in Boston. Bruins didn't have McAvoy or Marshawn. Granted, Tampa obviously doesn't have Kucherov or Point. Yes. But Tampa, you know, still has had mid- okay. Vasilevsky, Stamkos. I think they're fine. And they were. They won three two in overtime. I'm. I can't complain. Like. No. I, I expected, even like, I knew Stamkos and Point were out in this game, but I still expected the Bruins to get killed. Or not Stamkos and Point, but uh, and Point.
1: Yeah, I, expect, I expected that game, especially once it got up to, nothing. I was like, yep, the prophecy is being fulfilled. I expected to be, like, a maybe a, they get one to score, they get one to make it, you know, interesting, and then Tampa just scores, like, two more, and mm-hmm. make it, like, a 4-1 final. It seems like how all these games go against Tampa, but. Yeah. Yeah, I mean surprisingly really good effort. It looked yeah, really good.
0: Like the team actually overall played really well. Like they were the better team in the game. You know, it's not Obviously still losing in overtime sucks, but like taking a point against Tampa, you know, I I can't I can't complain. Like
1: at this point they're just in get as many points as you can till you're able to figure things out get your players back and
0: yeah yeah and like especially because like this was their first overtime loss like this was the first loser point that they got
1: it always feels weird to see a record without yeah an overtime loss
0: yeah so they're now 12-8-1 which is good for still fifth in the atlantic
1: yeah i think they're
0: they're uh, four points back of the Red Wings with four games in hand, seven back of Tampa with two games in hand, 11 back of the Leafs with four in hand, and 12 back of Florida with three in hand. So uh, so, uh, so if I go to the wild card race, the Bruins have the second wild card spot. The Red Wings have the first. They are also tied cool. with uh, Pittsburgh technically for the last spot, but Bruins have played two less. so.
1: Pretty safe to say that like I'm not saying like oh they're a wild card team because of the way they're playing, just also because of the teams ahead of them, they're gonna yeah. be there the rest of the season, right? That's yeah, at least what I'm gathering. Nature, I don't see it's the nature of playing either, in the Atlantic. Yeah, I don't see Florida, Toronto, or Tampa going on an extended losing streak to let the Bruins climb back in, but I mean <clears throat> hey, crazier things have happened. So
0: like theoretically if the Bruins won their next two games and they were equal game number with the Lightning, they would be three games back. So obviously that's doable. Right? Across the next yeah. 60 games. That is obviously doable. But you still... But the point is, you're still trying to catch the Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leafs, and Florida Panthers who are all better teams than the Bruins. So yes, at this moment in time, I am viewing, okay, just get one of the wildcard spots and then whoever you play, you play. Frankly, I would rather go through the Metro, but... Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. that's still a choice for uh five months from now so we can uh, we can cross that bridge when we get to it
1: How about the Rangers though my god they don't they don't lose
0: and then the Islanders lose
1: <laughs> yeah they lose
0: they lose that's bad crazy. yeah <laughs> they're five ten and four oh eight and two in their last 10 they have two overtime losses in a row but that's still 10 losses in a row. Unreal. They're so bad.
1: <laughs> the Coyotes have 12 points through 24 games. I had to oh look at that. God. real quick it was one. I mean, at least at them, least
0: though. the Coyotes were expected to be atrocious. Oh yeah. The no, Islanders no, totally. are just somehow bad. And oh like, eight I and two in their last ten. Yeah, like I haven't watched <laughs> Islanders games because why would I do that to myself? Um, but I know Even when
1: they're good, they're not fun to watch
0: <laughs> Yeah, today they lost 4-3 to the Red Wings In overtime Uh, It was the first well, time like that they said, scored was just... It was the first time they scored three goals Or more in a game Since November 4th When they scored six against the Habs oh, oh. They scored 2-2 0-1 1-2-0 1-0 Postponed, postponed uh, one and then three today. <laughs> that team sucks. I don't know how, but you know there's always that one team. Like we said it during the predictions, it's always true. There's always the one team where you're like, "Yep, they're a lock for making it," and then they always fall out due to various circumstances. Might be the Islanders because you know they they have played less games via those, of the postponements. But like even if they were on the same level as the Bruins in terms of games played, that'd still be eight. 18 points, and they would be seven games back. Or seven points back. It's unreal. This is now Islanders talk, by the way. Yep. <laughs> Honestly, anything to not talk about the Bruins. Uh, it's always it's always so much fun to just look at the standings. When, the, when at least, like, obviously the Bruins aren't an elite team, but at least they're not bad, and so we can still just be like, haha, the team's lowest suck, but then when the Bruins lose to them, then it's kind of an issue. Although I guess The Bruins losing to the Red Wings is technically expected based on these standings. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Christ. I hate it here. Uh, So, Jake DeBrusque, right? That's a guy. Now, there are various things um, that have happened with DeBrusque over the last uh, few days. One was there were a few fans that booed him during the Red Wings game, which I mean, it's stupid.
1: It's a choice, but not, you know, worthy of a paragraph. Not a paragraph. It's not, it's not the end of media. the world,
0: but it was also just like why, like it.
1: <laughs> Look up to the press box, not the press box, to the owner's box and the general manager's box, and boo up there, please.
0: Yeah, really, like.
1: But yeah, no, I think I don't see the point in in booing him, but I also don't see the point in like. I don't. I don't see a point in being either. Oh yes, boom! Or, oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. I'm coming. Yeah. I'm going, oh, but yeah,
0: it's it's just like it was kind of the same the same feeling I had with like all the discourse about Kevin Miller last season. It's the same yeah. way I'm feeling about DeBrusque. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It's like, I mean, Kevin Miller is even less relevant than DeBrusque. Um, but it's still just like listen it's not like this is a superstar obviously i love to whoa, whoa, i want whoa, him whoa, whoa. i want Kevin him Miller is a superstar okay I, like i want DeBrusque. i've wanted DeBrusque so badly to be a great player for this team i predicted him to have 35 goals in the uh 1819 or 201920 20 season i don't remember which one it was and you know didn't really happen but yes. you know We know the skills there. The potential's all there. And just, man, let him get traded. Let's move on from this. Get a player in return. Get something in return. Hopefully, you know, that player, whatever, can be good for the Bruins. And then hopefully Debrest can go on somewhere else and be great for another team. Because it's just not working out here. It's nice
1: to see him finally put in some effort now that he's requested a trade yeah i saw I, I saw that tweet that's all yeah, i'm yeah. gonna say that's all i'm gonna say
0: i he has i looked, will not comment
1: he has he looked has he has looked better looked a lot better same he with like Holland. he's actually putting a um extra effort in that wasn't there before so
0: yeah he had like a solid first like 10 games of the season i thought it, like, effort-wise and I think point-wise. And then that sort of fell off. And then now it's sort of all... Now it's seen a boost again. I... Who knows? Who knows? Um, no one does. But one thing it's I do want to a... say uh, is Joe Go Haggerty going after Debrusque through his mom
1: has oh, to be come the on.
0: dumbest thing I've seen.
1: He wasn't going at Debrusque through his mom. The... But... His his mother replied to a Joe Haggerty tweet, and he replied with one thing very respectfully. I thought, I think he's done a lot worse and a oh, lot more well. stupid
0: things. Yeah, that's probably true. that, I
1: that's another thing that I see. Like, okay, it's the only reason why it's such a big deal is because we have this view of DeBrusque that he's some like he's like this thing that needs to be protected, which I agree, let's protect him. But like, I don't know. I, it's just another thing that was.
0: He's yeah, a little I,
1: the, overreactive, too, because it's not like he was being, like, rude. He just... I'm he trying just to said, go back and find it, but he yeah, tweets he a said, lot. Yeah, he
0: said this. Cindy, I 100% respect you as a mom coming to your boy's defense. I would do the exact same. But when your trade request goes public, you need to address it. That's a professional thing to do. Otherwise, you're, you absolutely are forcing your teammates and coaches to speak for you. The issue I had was obviously, like, that last part, which, no, he is not forcing anyone to speak for him. His agent, you know came out through the media. We know why Dabrowski is unhappy. You don't have to be, like, super smart to figure that out. Like, it's pretty obvious. You're not going to need to ask him grilling questions or anything. And no, he is not forcing teammates or anyone to speak for him. The only people that are forcing anyone else to speak for him are the media members asking those questions. They don't have to ask those questions. It is not... And frankly, Holla... Or, yeah, I think Holla answered some. Hall answered some. Bergeron answered some. They don't even need to yes. an, like answer those anyways. Like they can be like, no, whatever. Yeah,
1: but I, I get his point though. Like he should. I understand you know, that. Yes, you should, should, should in theory, like, or... say
0: something. But like, what is he gonna say that hasn't been said or hasn't been obvious, right? Because like that press conference is gonna be like, so he uh, hasn't said really anything. So so why are you unhappy? It's like,
1: um, well, it oh, because be this hasn't like worked that,
0: out or... for the last. <laughs> three years? Yeah, he'd say he was given a shot on Krejci's
1: wing last year and didn't work out, so now he's mad because he was bumped to the bottom six, and then when he didn't play well there, he was scratched. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly like that, because that's the only... That's reality here. Um, But, I mean, I just... He got ratioed the living (laughs) hell out of himself, though, for that. He did. I mean, at least like, like I try like at least he you know included that first half of it. Like, yeah, cause... the first half was
0: like that, and then it's just like if he was he's just not like Oh, no, like... your
1: son needs to come.
0: Out yeah, now. he also replied know, like... to someone and said, "I don't care what." Uh, Debrusk says about being a good teammate is addressing it once, saying it's the only time we're going to talk about it, and in doing so, saving your teammates or coaches from being asked about it. It's pretty simple. But also, we I know agree. that... That is kind of true, yes, but also we know that him and other Boston media members still would have just asked other players about it. Because obviously, they will. It's the story currently, and they want quotes and everything, and that's what it's always about. But it's just like... I... I it's it's so weird having all this discourse about DePros. It's just so weird. Like can we
1: I can't I personally can't wait for I don't mean this cuz I don't like the guy. I just mean I can't wait for the stall be settled. I hope he goes out west, please, preferably. <laughs> yeah. And I hope he can, you know, find that scoring touch again, but can we please just stop?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be much better once he's traded, which theoretically is probably soon cuz Marshawn's coming back.
1: Very well could be, but hopefully.
0: But uh, I don't know if you
1: want to get to that uh, Elliot Friedman video thing.
0: Should I? Should I just like I can actually I can play it through uh, and have everyone hear it.
1: Yeah, go ahead and do that.
0: All right, because I also haven't heard it, so let me find your Twitter. All right, I will play this uh through. Pray this won't be too loud. Jake DeBrusk. The news this week going public that he's asked for a trade from the Boston Bruins. I've heard the Bruins are legitimately trying to do this. They have searched the market hard to see what's out there, but they have made it be known to other teams they will do it on their timeline. They will look for a defenseman or a forward who they consider of equal value to DeBrusk before they will commit to making a deal. They are trying, but they want equal value, and they still, as an organization, have told teams they valued DeBrusk highly. So there's the quote. From Elliot Friedman, that was on. uh
1: it's the Leafs intermission stuff. Yeah. Okay. Sportsnet. So, I don't know what the exact title is, and nor do I care.
0: It's probably just Hockey Night in Canada,
1: but. Oh, sport. it is. It's a Saturday. That's yeah. true. True. You are. Oh, you are a whiz.
0: Oh yeah. So what I get from that is they want good value, which, yeah. Please don't settle. Please don't. don't. Because, like, we we know Debrusque has the skills. Don't settle for anything less than what at least they're considering equal value. And I don't know what Don Sweeney and the Bruins consider equal value, but I mean, they've kept with Debrusque for all this time and still, you know, still kept him in the lineup. Like, he hasn't been in trade rumors publicly that much. So, like, you would think they still consider him highly and they're going to keep playing him. So. That's actually I just kind of interesting. going to end up getting hurt. Yeah. He's end up
1: getting hurt and then they can't trade him.
0: That might happen. But also Friedman mentioning both defensemen or forwards. Like I don't know. I I don't know about that. Like I don't know I don't know which of those I want. Obviously, you no know, no goalie, at least. <laughs> That, that might have just been him saying, yeah, no, it's obvi- they're obviously not looking for a goalie. It's just, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's nice to see that as of now, they don't have the mindset of just trying to throw him away just mm-hmm. to get him off the team. Obviously, it might come to that should things, you know,
0: reach that point.
1: Yeah, um, I was trying to think of, the, of a word, oh, a good one, like something decaying. Like, to that point, but I can't think of it, yeah. so I'll just... But, yeah, so, I mean, that's not, obviously not surprising. It's good that they, you know, obviously still view him highly and that they want something of equal value in return. I mean, checking all the boxes here.
0: Yeah, it's like, yes, it's the bare minimum, but, it, like, it's good to see the bare minimum being done, you know?
1: And I'm sure there are front offices that still view him as that high-end could be a second line stud winger yeah. and you just got to find it and make him pay it
0: <laughs> yeah i just i think yeah i think with with him it's i it's always weird to like think like this but as a general manager what we have always seen or i i said that like i'm one but like with you are gen- one what are you <laughs> with general about? managers like what we always see is they always value first round picks. Tabraska is a first round pick, a mid first round pick, even. So, like, it's not like he's at the back half. Still middle, still pretty solid. We know the talent's there. He's going to get something of value. Like, it's not going to be like just a fifth round pick, you would think. Can't wait for this to be this stage poorly. But I don't know. That's why I'm kind of feels weird to say I'm excited for him to be traded. One, because I want all this discourse to be done. And then also. Oh, yes. Also, because, like, I think what the Bruins get in return could actually be really good for the team, and... Oh,
1: absolutely. It's exciting.
0: And I think... I don't know, I... I think both teams will win whatever trade this is. You know, like... Assuming DeBrusque is...
1: Quite possibly.
0: Like, assuming it's, um... Assuming he finds his game again, which I think he's more than capable of doing, because, like... It's always those flashes. I'm I'm sure I'm sure he's going to be fine. So uh, with that um, I don't have anything else on DeBrusque.
1: The there was the one thing I was just about to add and I can't think of it. Oh, it's just going to um, like kind of like last episode when we were talking about how, you know, getting that player that also needs a fresh start. That that can be exciting because, you know, just like depressed going somewhere else, it's that player that was that's shown that they can be successful in the league and, you know, relatively young, like a Dylan Strome like we talked about. It's just exciting. It's... And then when it doesn't work out then we can all get pissed off. It's fine.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: We love it. Yeah, I mean... I think we've said all that we can say on uh, Jake DeBrusk.
0: Yeah, and that's probably all that should be said at this point. Um,
1: not much else. Yeah, to be said.
0: Uh, what else do we have? Because I actually don't know if there's much else. Well, actually, I do know one important thing to mention. Of course. Uh oh. I'll get one up. Uh, Ryan Spooner uh 36 oh? games played, 10 goals, 19 assists for 29 points in those 36 games. Uh he is still tied for first on his team in points.
1: Um do you ever think we'll see him back in the NHL?
0: Uh It's what 29. Yeah, he's 29 now, probably not. Like he's about to turn Poor 30 guy. in January. Like I feel like he could be like a solid third fourth liner on like a
1: you have to pull a Hala and go to the win.
0: Yeah. Could be a solid third, fourth liner and, like, do solid on, like, a team. But, yeah, obviously. Speaking looks... of which,
1: we didn't even mention is between the legs pass Hala.
0: Oh, my God. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Hala. Oh. That's actually something we do need to mention. Hala has looked so much better.
1: Oh, yeah. It which, looks, uh. Go on.
0: Well, I was just going to say, which makes me ask you. Uh, cause Hall has had, Hall has done really well with Coyle and Smith. Oh my God! What yeah. are your lines against the Canucks with Marshawn coming back?
1: Uh, I don't know. Can I duplicate <laughs> Taylor Hall twice real quick? Uh, yes. I have, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> this would be the most Bruins thing. All right. Jake the brusque second line, right wing. <laughs> No, I'm trying to think here, okay? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I... Marshall, Bergeron, Posnok, obviously. and, and then... Watch,
1: it'll be Felino on the right wing oh, for the second line. And then, like, sick.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. It. <laughs> I mean, it's a good problem to have because, like, that line looks good and then you're getting, you know, the best <laughs> winger in hockey back. Um... I don't know. It mm. it's it was just I saw someone like post their lines and I was like cuz they had Hall on the third line with Nosik and and I think Coolman or something like that and I was like
1: that's a,
0: that's a line. I don't know. I I would think Taylor Hall goes back to the second line and maybe maybe what they can do is Hall, Halla, Smith. We'll see. I don't know what Joe Sacco's thinking, which is also weird to say. <laughs> Not Bruce Cassidy, but um, yeah.
1: I just don't think at this point you can break up that. And, well, I guess the new second line. Well, not the old second line because it's done. But
0: yeah, I mean Hall Foligno. S- Steen.
1: Steen, yep, yeah, Steen. There we go. And then honestly, do it. Yeah, do it. And, and then do it. him with guy All
0: right. I like that. <laughs> But they wouldn't take Frederick out of the lineup despite playing him 8 minutes every night.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that's like every game. Well, actually, hey. No one was below 10 minutes tonight.
0: That's shocking. What was Frederick at?
1: Twelve oh nine.
0: Oh, wow. He wasn't below Santino's 12-Coolman, well, which is about what I would expect.
1: just the casualty 1% on faceoffs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hall of 57 No 67 Ooh, 30 Oh Coil 27
1: Oh trade him
0: uh, I think coils always kind of just been yeah not great face average at best
1: but <laughs> yeah. now one thing about debrusque I meant to ask is do you think there's any possibility possibility they package that him with like a first round pick and maybe a prospect to go swing for the fences or do you think it's just strictly going to be like a one for one type thing
0: I think it's just going to be a one for one I like at this Makes point. Sense. I think if they're swinging for the fences, they're trading prospects and the first, obviously. Like I, I look at that as hurdle or someone equivalent, where I think that's just prospects. Ooh, and
1: imagine they get a good winger that works out for Nebraska and then they make a big trade for Hurdle. Oh, this would be. Yep, I. This would be last deadline all over again in terms of excitedness.
0: Would be nice. Uh, Speaking
1: of the Sharks, what are they even doing? Oh, God. They're too close to a beat yeah, in the Pacific. They're, they're not going to Oh, my God. Them.
0: The West looks so weird. The Sharks are <laughs> one point ahead of Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, and Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, dear God.
1: Yeah, Anaheim is incredibly impressive, I guess, so I, far. I,
0: I I don't trust them.
1: No, I they're not going to last.
0: Calgary? Sure. I mean, they're not going to be first in the Pacific the whole year because I don't think Markstrom and Vladar can sustain that for the entire year.
1: Well, I, we're we're sure one of them. Well, can. yes, sir. I don't um, think Markstrom can sustain that. for Exactly.
0: The entire year. But you know, yeah, well, I don't I don't, Ad, I don't trust that. I don't trust Anaheim, but and obviously Vegas okay. is getting back into one of those spots, especially once Eichel's back. And now that oh Stolar and I Pratchett Reddy are back, they're fine. So,
1: um, Calgary has played. Nine home games and wait, quick math fifteen 50. away games?
0: Yes. <laughs> and Mongiopani has He's the like best goal fifteen in history. away goals. It's stupid. It's so dumb. I think yeah, he has sixteen goals. Um let me count actually the easier way is count how many he has at home. Uh one. He has one goal at home. <laughs> <laughs> and then his other 15, they 15 just rest goals when they play at home in the 15 games that Calgary has played on the road. <laughs> such so stupid I haven't I got him in uh like both fantasy leagues that I've done because like like he did well at the uh world champion like the WHF World Championships on Team Canada but Jesus Christ <laughs> oh my God unreal.
1: Um, so I was just looking at the standings and I looked at how bad the Blackhawks are. Remember how we were talking about Flurry and how bad he had been?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that was like a month ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or so. Yeah, he like a rough start. Uh,
1: well, his save percentage is up to 913, but he still got a expect, uh, goal saved above expected of negative 3.9. Yes. <laughs> followed up by his elite backup, Kevin Lankinen with a negative 8.7 goal saved Christ. above expected. Hey, don't go too far there. Jeremy Swayman goal saved above expected oh, God, now is a yeah. one point seven, and Lena Salmark is a negative three point eight. Yep. Honestly, if anything, I would have expected those numbers to be yeah. The opposite based
0: on because yeah, I don't know. I don't know how expected goals works exactly and everything. But Me neither. I just I just know that yes, they are valid <laughs> and everything. So I go by them, but also yeah. I would still say overall. Allmark's been the better goalie, because, but, you know, it's, I not, think like, it's not like it's not like Swayman's been
1: saved by the last couple starts. He's been yeah. relatively solid.
0: It's not like either goalie has been elite. I can say that. You know, it's not like we have two Karask in the net. Neither like Swayman nor Allmark is you know completely stealing games for the Bruins. But other than that one bad Swayman game. I don't remember who that was against. Maybe the Flyers? Uh, other yeah. than that one game, like it's not like they've been the reason that they've lost. So, it's not like I can complain, really, about the goaltending. So, uh, you
1: complaining always. Oh, yeah. What?
0: Also, because I mentioned Spooner, but we did not mention Krejci, Uh 28 points, 14 goals, 14 assists, in 25 games
1: i miss that man
0: yeah i mean coils on a 50 point like 27 goal pace which fantastic still want another great. center but granted I you know, want david Krejci. i yeah i do want david Krejci. <laughs> i i would i would very much appreciate david Krejci right now
1: oh okay do a couple armchair gms and then we can pop off out of here all right sounds good uh this is actually from a Flames fan. Okay. Um Jack Stadnika and a, and the Bruins second round pick in twenty twenty two for Sean Monahan with two million retained.
0: No. You I listen, I love Monaghan. Like the Flames are my second team. I've always loved Monaghan Goudreau. Uh you can't you can't take Sean Monahan. Um he just he just doesn't have it anymore. Uh, like, last season, 28 points in 50 games. Season before that, 48 and 70. And then, I mean, this season he is 12 and 24. And even at 50, or what did you say? Like, 2 million retained? That's still 4.3 million for someone who's probably just like a solid slash good third line center at this point. Like, he's kind of kind of lost the magic he had with Goudreau back in, like, 2014, 2015, 2016. Sort of earlier on, but yeah, I don't mm. like I wouldn't hate it, but also there's Well if he's actually to gonna be made. in the lineup over Studnica then maybe, but I <laughs> uh, yeah. There's better moves, there's uh, better options.
1: Okay. So this guy, he's a Bruins fan, he wants uh to acquire Hurdle from the Sharks in exchange for Stadnica, DeBrusque, Moore, and a first. Does that get it done? I think that definitely
0: gets it done. I think that might... Well, I guess you're... You're also trading more in that, so it kind of balances out. But Stadnika, Dabrask, and a first is sizable. I I do that deal if you know for sure that Hurdle resigns. But you're not going to be able to know that. Granted, you know, Riley resigned, Hall resigned, so clearly, you know they know what they're doing in terms of re-signing players, but that's that is a lot to give up for Hurdle.
1: And then to round it off, they got the Bruins acquiring Brett Kulak from the Montreal Canadiens for a fourth-round pick.
0: <laughs> Isn't Kulak a left shot as well? I think he is. Which yeah, we need another left-handed we defenseman. Although Jack Sean, we didn't
1: even. We didn't even talk about him. I was just going to say, all right, screw the rest of these trades. We're talking about him.
0: Uh, Really solid game. Really like. He he's...
1: looked really well.
0: Yeah. I, I want him in the lineup every night over Clifton. If that's an option, if someone's out deserves for any time.
1: To... He definitely deserves to keep, uh... keep getting opportunities until he either proves he can't or you get <sighs> someone that you know is better.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Clifton played 22 minutes and 26 seconds. The second Tonight? most on the team, yeah.
1: Oh boy! Thank second God most that on the one. team
0: behind Mike Riley. Riley played thirteen more seconds.
1: Well, let's see how was Clifton. Oh, he ah, uh, he finished positive on both the expected goals percentage and the Corsi percentage. Oh wait, I will. oh no, he did on the Corsi too. Wow, look at him. At least
0: played second lowest. Ashon was but, obviously lowest.
1: Ashon had um an eighty-six point one. Corsi percentage? Listen to this. This uh, When I lay it out like this, it sounds a lot better than the percentage. okay? Uh, Corsi 4? 31. Corsi against? 5. Okay. And that's against Tampa, too. So, ha, there is absolute, absolutely no reason for him to come out of the lineup right now. Keep plugging him in there. Don't throw him to the wolves. Keep him on the third pair. I'm telling you, I don't. I'm not trying to make comparisons, but obviously because he's sure to help Story Krug. I just we mentioned it last year, and it just seems like he mm-hmm. could have that kind of breakthrough.
0: Yeah, because the only the only real thing is just timing of him getting into the lineup, and well, it doesn't really seem like he's gonna be. Uh, doesn't really seem like he's going to be the guy over Clifton based on the minute distribution tonight, but, uh, (laughs) he, uh, he should be no offense to Joe Sacco, but,
1: um, one thing I just noticed too milestone watch, not for the Bruins, but a Bruins legend, uh, Monday night, Arizona Coyotes forward, Louis Erickson will be playing in game 1000.
0: Oh my God.
1: Unless, knock on, well, I have a glass. They're going to
0: scratch him. Knock on glass.
1: They're going to scratch him in Dallas.
0: No, they would (laughs) not.
1: Imagine they do. Oh, boy. No, but uh, Legends remember his 30 goal season.
0: Yeah. Legends remember him being chosen over Bacchus or other way around Bacchus being chosen over him although granted neither worked so
1: both were just equally horrible yeah but Bacchus brought the vibes
0: that's true he brought the vibes and like the doesn't he have like a charity or he supports a charity for like animals or something like that I remember seeing a bunch of tweets about that so yeah. yeah, yeah boom what in the world Oh God! That's... Someone just
1: replied to me that video I tweeted of Pasta getting hooked on the breakaway. I have a clip of Santa Claus taking a dump on Felino. You want that too?
0: Please reply with yes. <laughs> Please reply with yes. <laughs> oh my God!
1: You replied to like four of my tweets. Uh, clearly no hook, you effing sissy. <laughs> And then that picture of the Josh guy who told the, the Lightning fan, "I plowed through your mother," guy said, "Hey, Josh, have fun with that sloppy mess, effing stupid ass Boston fan." <laughs> I love people on this app.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, I just I found his account. Oh my god! Uh, his location is Orlando. Who'd have thought? Oh, I. Uh... Although he might be a Red Sox fan.
1: Oh, that's even worse. He is
0: a Red Sox fan. He's liking he liked a bunch of Red Sox tweets.
1: Oh god. Alright.
0: <laughs> yep, he liked a reply to Strowman, someone saying join the Red Sox. Oh my god. Alright. Anyways, um Uh, did you close those um those armchair GMs, because I know, you, like you mentioned,
1: um,
0: if we want to just get to questions, obviously it's fine. But
1: uh, I have open. There was one that I wanted to find. Oh no, where did it go? I had like four trades on it. Oh no. Oh well, here we'll just do this. Um, it's an Oilers fan. After deadline, lineup going to the playoffs. All right. Um, <clears throat> would you do? Oh my god, this Edmonton Oilers fan's on drugs. Jake Debrusque and a second from the Bruins for Tyson Berry.
0: No. Just no. I'm <laughs> like, no. And yeah, then they have
1: Debrusque slotting in on their second line with uh Tricytal and Puglia Yarvi. I can never say that name right. I hear it. I like how the announcers pronounce it. Then I go to say it myself, and I just can't say it, but
0: Pully RV, yeah. Uh
1: this guy also has them getting Tyler Toffoli from the Canadians and putting him on McDavid's wing with Hyman.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I just I found bots. holy crap I found one.
1: Oh no, that's, uh, okay. that's never a good reaction.
0: So um more uh Jake Schmaltz and a fourth round pick to the Coyotes for nothing. So just the cap dump. Uh, DeBrusque in a third to Seattle for Vince Dunn in a fourth. Would you do that? I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I think in that trade, I mean, at least the pick should be equal. Like uh, it's it's a nitpick thing, but still. And then Beecher Vakanainen, this year's first and next year's second to Philly for Claude Giroux half retained.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: So, Marshall, Berger, Postonok, Hall, Giroux, Coyle, Felino, Holla, Smith, Frederick, Nosik, Lazar, Dunn, McAvoy, Grizzly, Carlo, Forbert, Riley. Um, Giroux also has one year left. So you're training Beecher, VAC, in this year's first, and next year's second, for one year of closureu of like 33-year-old closureu Giroux. But, you know, cap-friendly armchair GMs, what, uh, what else do you expect?
1: <sighs> okay definitely not sanity
0: no oh, of course not oh wait oh wait um this is different from what we saw before i'll do this oh yeah because it was posted today uh, i'll do this and then we can go to questions if you want to pull those up uh so it's called major oh. shakeup it's for next Pause. year's bruins major shakeup thank you uh so they signed Lawson and Oh wait, I guess. Oh, okay. So they trade Debresque for Lawson Krause, and then re-sign Lawson Krause. Obviously, uh, they trade Nosik and a fourth to Seattle for Mason Appleton, and then re-sign him. They obviously re-sign Zaborovac, Kuhlman, Sean Hughes, Kaiser, re-sign Bergeron, uh, and then also they trade Eric Halla, Jack Stanika in a second to Calgary for Sean Monahan, uh, and then they trade Matt Grizzlick, Brandon Carlo. Fabian Lysel, John Moore, and next year's first to the Canucks, for Tucker Pullman, a third, and Quinn Hughes.
1: That's Chrislick,
0: Carlo, Lysel, Moore, and a f- and next year's first for Quinn Hughes, essentially.
1: Trading two defensemen for one when you're trying to contend is a yeah. good idea.
0: Granted, you know, the lineup is Marshawn, Bergeron, Posternock, Hall, Bonahan, Smith. Krauss, Coyle, Appleton, Felino, Frederick, Wagner.
1: Forgot about him.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then Hughes McAvoy, Riley Pullman, Forbert Clifton, all Mark Swayman. But Christ, I just no. That that Canucks trade sucks <laughs> for the Bruins.
1: If you're doing an armchair GM in which you can make any trade you want, any signing you want. And you still have Chris Wagner in your lineup. Yeah, you doing something wrong. That's
0: after like re-signing Kuhlman even. Like, come on. Like, Kuhlman doesn't do much, but it's probably not as negative as what Wagner Or Chris do.
1: Wagner. Well, I got to see what he's doing in the AHL this year. If that's going to be,
0: be our other thing that we check on now. I searched Craig Wagner. Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's got four goals, one assist. In fifteen games.
0: So about what we would expect. What about uh John Moore? Let's see. Uh oh, one goal, four assists, five points in nine games.
1: um Now I wonder what these guys are doing, cause they definitely lived in like a rich Boston suburb, and now like <laughs> like a beautiful million dollar, well several million dollar house, especially yeah. if you're John Moore making that much money. And now you gotta go to Providence. E. Yeah,
0: I. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure they're still fine because they still get. Oh, paid they're, they're surviving. Were, yeah, I. Yeah, them, they, I'm not. not sure, uh, I'm not gonna feel super sympathetic. <laughs> no, no, you, no offense. I, to I wasn't too, saying but, you should. But yeah, thinking of what like they must be thinking. I mean. It's the reality. They're not good enough to be on this team or be consistently on this team.
1: Ooh, but why is that okay for them and not to Ooh, owned.
0: <laughs> Damn, you really got me. <laughs> let's send Debrusque to Providence.
1: Yeah, let's do that.
0: <laughs> All right, questions? <laughs> I think we have like two.
1: Um. Yes. Uh, well, Jaden. Well, he asked two. We'll we'll say both of them. Uh, At Halsey, every we everyone knows him. Uh, Dylan Strome for DeBrusque, one for one. Yes or no?
0: Yes. i yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and he also asked. Uh, next, Carl Freezer guest appearance when
0: uh after we're done our finals (laughs) i can tell you that that because especially from uh here on out, it's i mean we'll probably record after the western canada swing and then i don't think i'll be able to
1: watch one of those games
0: yeah maybe the
1: canucks one that starts at nine i'll get to watch half
0: (laughs) yeah i i don't know how many of those i mean i guess the flames is on a weekend so that's fine but uh
1: yeah, fall we'll asleep in the first freaking period but, but hey, yeah, hey it's, um, not, as, it's not as bad as the uh, the much.
0: china games that were at 4 a.m
1: on uh, Debrusk had the stomach problems
0: <sighs> oh my god
1: okay um brandy asks um why can we never win against the lightning it's always a horrible uphill battle that we always lose and that
0: is because well, it, that was
1: you answered it yourself it's the lightning
0: yeah, that was really weird, because typically I'm used to the Bruins winning the first game against the Lightning, and then just shitting the bed for the rest of, the rest of all their okay. games.
1: Okay, it's okay.
0: Did you just, like, tap your mic?
1: Yep, I patted it. <laughs> I want to let you know that you're okay.
0: Thank you, thank you for the head pats. Uh, yeah, I... <sighs> It's always a lightning. I mean, they're always a good team. That's that's really what it is. They're always a good team. They always seem to have the Bruins number, and the Bruins can never figure them out. Obviously, having the greatest goalie in hockey kind of helps. But, uh, but, you know.
1: They don't have Aaron Dell. What are you talking about?
0: They don't have uh, Troy Grosenick.
1: Took, hey. took
0: me too long to think of his name.
1: Don't, uh, didn't something happen with him? Oh, I don't think so. No, I saw something about... (sighs) Hold on, I'm gonna find this. This Troy
0: Grosnick.
1: Where is... I saw... Good lord, I'm not gonna be able to find it, but I swear to god I saw something a while back where he like... Had to leave the team for a little bit... There was something I saw about him that I was like, oh, that sucks.
0: Uh, let me just scroll.
1: I'm scrolling on Twitter. Not seeing anything. Maybe I made it up.
0: You might have made it up. I don't see anything.
1: Oh, he had an injury. Oh, okay. Was that... No, that's not what it was. There something.
0: What the hell? Oh, yeah. He had an injury and the Providence had John Gillies on the team. Oh,
1: yeah. Legend, what happened to John Gillies? Is he gone? Aw.
0: Yeah, he was 3-0 with a 1.67 goals against average and a 9.48 save percentage.
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Week to week with a leg injury. That was early on in the season.
1: There's, I feel like it was something different. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I don't see anything. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Anyways that's that's gonna be all we have um yeah this was still an hour long because of course it was um if you have anything else to add
1: uh get your coffee ready for the uh road trip oh god yeah that's
0: it's always nice to see the Bruins play like the Western Canadian teams, but oh those late night games suck. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh can't wait for that. We'll be back some point after those games. You know, we'll see. Always just check the Twitter account whatnot. Uh and I I can't think of a good enough ending, so you're gonna get that. That's Ooh, the ending. Pray
1: for us on our finals.
0: Yes, please.